This is Coach Chris Holtman. You're listening to Drive the Lane Podcast. Welcome back to Drive the Lane. <laughs> the, big, the big game from last night, when you were listening to this two nights ago, Northwestern beat Purdue. Northwestern is the best team in the Big Ten, so any losses that may have occurred to Northwestern this season are good losses. Not talking about any team in particular, just pointing it out. We're going to keep it short and sweet about the Buckeyes this week. We're going to definitely dive into the Super Bowl. We have the man behind the music on Drive the Lane, Denny, on the show for one of the funniest interviews we've ever done, I guess. It was very funny, very silly. Um, before we get to all that, bet Fred Sportsbook. The Super Bowl is over. Hopefully, you took some bets and won some money with Bet Fred, but there's a lot more to still bet on. You can bet on the NBA, you can bet on NCAA basketball, you can bet on a billion things. And I'm not even saying, and before you know it, you're gonna be able to bet on baseball. <laughs> and basketball season is gonna be over, and it's gonna be almost football season. You don't want to miss out on any of that. Bet Fred, the link is in the description of this episode. Sign up with our link, 21 plus in Ohio, gambling problem, 1-800-GAMBLER. Sign up for Bet Fred Sportsbook. Joey, the Buckeyes went 0-2 this week in hoops. They did. Unfortunately, Northwestern was a good game. Uh, Justice played very well. Northwestern's good, as I mentioned earlier. Michigan State game was not a great game. Um, I will hand it to you from there. Um, yeah, first of all, shout out Northwestern, man. They're awesome. Uh, very fun to watch. Um, shout out to coach Collins. We love coach Collins. Um, geez, Louise, uh, the poor Buckeyes, man, just a, a team, a lost team with no direction. It's just sad. I think the guys play hard but playing hard doesn't put the ball in the basket. And like, they just couldn't put the ball in the basket. Michigan state. Sure. They're a good defensive team, but like, Holy cow, we had 11 points, 14 points in the first half because of a, a buzzer beater at the end of the half. It's just, it's just unbearable. Just sad. A team with no confidence team with no swagger, the same story over and over again, each game. It's just stinks. The bright spot is Roddy Gale was, was good to watch against Michigan state. He did some good things. Sean Neal hit a couple shots. Um, it's just tough. I mean, the same old story over and over again. We don't – we were we were talking about before this episode, before we started recording, it's like these have been tough episodes to record, and it's – the truth of the matter is it's hard enough that we are Ohio State fans and want Ohio State to do well and Ohio State's not doing well. Um, and obviously there's not a ton to talk about when they're not doing well. But the problem is we've never been uh, – and X's and O's diagnosing, dissecting the offense or defense type of show, right? You, no one listens to this because they want to learn more about basketball necessarily, right? They want to be entertained and, and hear opinions about Ohio State basketball. The opinions have not changed. Nothing has changed in the last, you know, week since the last episode. It's just, it's unbelievable. Um, uh, well, actually, actually, you said if they win seven of eight, they get into the tournament. So now it actually has changed. If they win the last six, are they in? No. No, Andrew, they're not in. 
What if uh, they go if they, if they get to eighteen wins, two by way of Big Ten tournament, in or not in? That's interesting. <laughs> if that happens, I am so all in. It's ridiculous. That would be scary. <laughs> I mean, if that's God, so sad. That's impossible. <laughs> Oh, I'm just sick of the same conversations over and over again, Andrew. I get calls from family, from friends, coworkers, people I played with. It's the same conversation. What is wrong with Ohio State? I have no idea. At, th- at this point, it's like maybe they're just not good. They're just not good. That's just what it is. Throw the coaching out the window, the talent. It's just not a good team. Whatever the mix is, it's just – it's crazy. It's scary. It's unbelievable. I think individually these guys could go and contribute at a high level at other programs, but for whatever reason – they can't do it at Ohio State. And for that, I'm sad. Yeah, I mean, it's just crazy. It's just the most talented team Holman's ever had, and they can't pull it together. I mean, <laughs> I st- what's crazy is, like, uh, cold takes exposed or whatever. I still kind of stand by that. <laughs> We've actually had that guy on the show, funny enough. I know, I know. Yeah, I know. I still, like, low-key would be like, yeah, I could still make an argument for it. <laughs> you know what's funny is, like, I don't think Andrew Dockage plays on this team. And he was a huge part of like two really, really good Ohio State Big Ten teams, which is crazy. I'm walking around the Schottenstein Arena, Andrew, and people are coming up to me like, Joey, man, we could really use you right now. Like, we, why, do you have any eligibility left? It's like, guys, here's the thing would I be playing? Maybe because this is a lost season almost, you know, and you need to send a message. Would I be playing? Sure. I might be playing. Does that mean good things for Ohio State? Absolutely not. No. So this is what I think. I don't think you have years of eligibility left, but you definitely have minutes of eligibility left. Tons of minutes. I have, I have, I probably have close to hundreds of minutes of eligibility left. Thousands, um, maybe even. Thousands. You have thousands of minutes. They should actually – what is the harm in letting a guy like me come back and play college basketball? <laughs> Literally no harm at all. Well, maybe because half of this episode, more than half, three-fourths of this episode is talking about how much gambling we've been doing lately. So that might be a little bit of a red flag to welcome you back on to the uh, Ohio State um, team. Yeah, unrelated to that, uh, guess how many times I've been at Ohio State this year and guess how many times I've won. Well, I'm going to go with zero that you've won, but I'm going to go with uh, 12 of the last 13 games. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I think I've only done it four times since I graduated, literally. And I don't, and I don't think I've won once. I bet on Ohio State basketball again. Oh, we, we went once together and I won. They covered they covered like a 32-point spread. <laughs> Stetson. Stetson. Um, <laughs> wait, but I, I think I took them against – San Diego State. Well, that was smart. That was the last time they won, right? No, they lost to San Diego State. I'm joking. I mean, they did. Oh. They, they, I mean, well, yeah. I was, th- I did think you said it meant tech, not meant, but I pictured Texas Tech. But then I also was like, that was the last time they won, which is not obviously not true. But it's so- actually not that far off, though. They've won like four games since then. What a disaster. Well, <laughs> no, we'll throw it. 
throw it to our friend Danny. Really, you know what? I'm I'm reframing the episode like this. We're sad about Ohio State basketball. Here's Denny to cheer you up. Literally, I I'm sorry. I just I just can't end with being so negative. I uh tough year for everybody, including myself and Andrew. We move forward. I'm actually doing great. I'm a Missouri Missouri. Fan. That's that's true. I actually Sunday the game was so painful and miserable to attend and watch, but like I felt good about supporting. So that's my positive twist. We talked on the phone after, which was nice. Yeah. Yeah, I seemed in a good mood. Yeah. I'm in great spirits. They scored Wait, that 30. was yesterday? That was yesterday. They scored 32 points in that game or something. Doesn't it feel like four days ago, that game? <laughs> Don't even get me started. All right. Let's pass this off to Denny. All right. Joining us now on Drive the Lane, the return of the man behind the music that you hear in the intro and outro of Drive the Lane. New song coming out Friday. We're going to get to that shortly. Denny, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me, boys. How are we doing? Happy, uh, I've been watching a lot of Pat McAfee. Happy Overreaction Monday. Happy Overreaction Monday, too. <laughs> always, a, always a pleasure to have you on. Um, the boys are doing well. Um, the boys are on the heels of football season, uh, which is a little bittersweet. It means it's basketball season, but like as a non-Mizzou basketball fan, who really cares about basketball season? <laughs> right. We can get into that in a bit. But before we started recording, we were talking all about the Super Bowl, and obviously we were talking about futures and random gambling stuff with you last time. So it was mm -hmm. a rundown on, on how you did last night. Uh, it was a pretty solid night. Uh, took took tails, so started off on the right foot. Never failed. Um, I'm usually a big, big uh, over on the national anthem guy. Um, wasn't able to get anyone to take onto with me. They didn't have it on DraftKings. I didn't feel like reopening my Bovada account that I haven't touched since college. Uh, so let that one slide. And honestly, I'm happy about it because I think you guys know what it was at. I think it was clocked at maybe 201. I think it was under, was apparently. It was under? Yeah, apparently. Gotcha. So I'm happy to take that. Um, I ended up taking the Chiefs because I had that, that little bit of a gut feeling that they just kind of had that it factor. And, you know, I think I got a couple glimpses of the script beforehand. So <laughs> I think that I know that Andy Reid and Patrick were going to take care of it. So them winning was good. Uh, a couple parlays that were just almost hitting. I had my favorite one was Hurts anytime touchdown score and Gainwell anytime touchdown score. And Gainwell was like, what, six inches away on the first drive? Oh, that would have been well, nice because Jalen Hurts well. is just oh, <laughs> sneaky. I love Gainwell. My favorite, I bet him mainly because uh, one of my good buddies, he has Miles Sanders uh, as a keeper on his fantasy team. And like all year, whenever we watch football together, it just seems like I would hear him yell, fucking Gainwell. Like every time that he scored instead of Miles Sanders. So I was like, you know what? I think that he's going to get something here. And then the other one was Kelsey touchdown score, got it over 35 and a half yards, Kelsey over 65 and a half. All those hit, but then also with Mahomes over 300 passing, and that was like, just didn't happen. But hell of a game by Pat and the rest of the Chiefs. Shout out Nick Bolton, first uh, touch, first Super Bowl touchdown in Mizzou history. Love to see that. Almost that was insane. Uh, almost, almost two. Almost two. They could have been. They key. I mean, that was another one because obviously everyone's been going back into the other calls that weren't made, and that one little 
you know, scoop and score that could have been. That was a kind of like, hey, you kind of look like you caught it kind of thing. Part, yeah, I don't know. Part of my biggest parlay that didn't hit, two mm. legs didn't hit. Mahomes over 250 passing yards. And mm. the other one was same. Yeah, which is crazy. And the other right. one was Miles Sanders over 0.5 receptions. So I uh. thought on that play, I was like, yes, like I don't care <laughs> if, it's a, if it's a touchdown or not. The other one that I had that didn't hit that I was very, very upset about. Uh, and our, our friend Danny here, he is not in Ohio. He was not gambling on Betfred Sportsbook, but next time he's in Ohio, he will be. Of um, I had a 20 to win a hundred on Pacheco and Devonte Smith to score. And Devonte Smith decided to kind of just slide out of bounds at the three yard line. Yeah. That was a weird one, which was brutal for my parlay. Oh, I had, uh, go ahead, Joey. No, I was just going to say that my, my worst beats were, uh, well, first of all, the doink bet was sick. I don't know if you guys took the doink or not. Did not. Was, I saw it. I was, was thinking so about electric. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't take it, but I texted my cousin and I was like, you have a free bet. Like you should use it on this doink bet. Like this is hilarious. <laughs> I also texted him and said, have you heard of an octopus? You should take the octopus. He took them both. They both happen. Unbelievable. Dude, I, I'm i such I, a sharp when I don't bet on stuff. <laughs> oh, it's always that way. I don't, I, I feel like an idiot. Cause I didn't realize what an octopus was. I thought it was like, I didn't know what it was random. until five days ago. Right? I thought it was like a random thing they're throwing in there, like, oh, will there be an appearance of an octopus at the Super Bowl? Like, you know, Katy Perry had sharks on her <laughs> fucking show a couple of years ago. So I'm like, no, there probably would not be an octopus. Minus 5,000 or whatever it was. Like, I don't need to see that. And then they're like, yeah, Jalen Hurts has got the octopus. Like, what? Oh, it makes sense. Eight points. Okay, I get it now. So next time, probably, if the Eagles are in the, in the Super Bowl again, I will probably take the octopus, because Jalen Hurts just lives in the end zone. Imagine parlaying the doink and the octopus. I mean, it's just oh. that. Oh, <laughs> that would have been the greatest thing ever. Also, Wait, I, have a, that. I have a question for both of you. Mm-hmm. Sure, Is sure. a two-leg bet a parlay? You are parlaying them to the bets together. Literally, it's a parlay, but I feel like you got to get into three for it to really be like. Yeah, it's not as exciting. Like, oh, I took a big parlay. Oh, what'd you take? Uh, the over in the Chiefs, like nah, right. That's like that's, that's normal. <laughs> would you say you took a bit? You wouldn't say I took a big parlay. You wouldn't say that. If if Joey, if you texted me and said I took a parlay on the game, I'd be like, oh, what was it? And it's two legs. I'd be like, what? Well, you on. said a big parlay. No, no, I know. But if I if you texted me and said, what'd you take tonight? And I was like, I took one parlay and it was two legs. You'd be like, what? Come on, man, that's lame. Well, it is. Right. <laughs> and we're not just are we debating if it's lame or not, or are we debating if it's a part? No, it's more of like that's not a part. I mean, come on. It's right? like technically, yeah, but like <laughs> I don't know. My blood doesn't get pumping unless it's three. Oh, I you have no idea. I've had two, <laughs> I had a two leg parlay. <laughs> I had a two leg parlay. It's really just this. Just whenever Denny comes on, it just becomes the gambling episode sponsored by. <laughs> um, Love that. I um. This is hilarious. Um, actually, I probably shouldn't share this story, and I'm not going to, but I'll tell you guys offline because you'll it'll make, a lot <laughs> it'll make a lot more sense. It has nothing to do with my time at Ohio State. It has nothing to do with that. Um, but I don't want to share it uh, for the people. What if, we start, what if we started Drive the Lane Gold and you have to pay 20 bucks to hear the story? Would you put it behind a paywall? I would. Um, I'd probably. Pay. <clears throat> I would do it. Why gold? Because of, because of Mizzou? No. Yeah. Because- 
Because Barstool did Barstool Gold. Yeah, that shit was hilarious. I just remember all the, the part of my take were like, Barstool, sponsored by Barstool Gold, and then Big Cat would go out of his way to be like, nothing's changing about part of my take. <laughs> and then they just turned Barstool Gold literally into just YouTube channels. Yeah. That's and all it is. Everyone seems to be in agreement that it was an exciting game. Blown mm-hmm. call at the end or lack thereof. Mm-hmm. Should have let it go, but the guy who committed the penalty said I held him, so never really know. Either way, I I'm happy because I said the Chiefs are gonna win the Super Bowl back in August. So two years in a Great row call. I predicted the Super Bowl champ. Last year I said the Rams. This year I said the Chiefs. So if anyone wants to win some money this year, who's uh year. Yeah, so, I was, so I would say I forgot what the odds are already. They put them out. I was watching SVP when I was falling asleep and I couldn't remember who's out there. I know it's like same four, like Bills, Chiefs, Bengals, um, and then Eagles again. I think the Eagles are the favorites already, aren't they? Probably. Probably Niners, Eagles for the NFC. And then mm-hmm. AFC is probably the next like seven teams. Um, oh, yeah. Denny, we also want to touch a little bit about Mizzou. We're sticking this at the back of the episode. So for the listeners who have stuck around for Denny, now you get a little bit of a Mizzou minute. Denny, we always oh, yeah. minute. We love the Mizzou minute. Normally Mizzou <laughs> sucks, and I sneak in a Mizzou minute every so often. Mm-hmm. But this is going to be a Mizzou minute, parenthesis S in there. The Tigers are damn good. You know, I, I, I'm thinking they're going to be anywhere. You know, a lot of stuff could happen anywhere from like a four seed to an eight seed. But they beat a really good Tennessee team on the road in a game mm. where they were up a lot, blew a lead, hit a crazy buzzer beater, lane violation. You know, my question to you, how great mm. is it to be a Tigers fan right now? Oh, it's incredible. I mean, there was just so I think the best part about it was just the uncertainty and the like real, real low expectations going into the season. I mean, you know, we both saw it when we were at school together. Like when Mizzou gets rocking, it gets rocking. And we had that one uh, Porter year. I won't even say MPJ year because it was Jonte's show that year. But that team was exciting to watch. That was like probably the best team that I'd seen in my college time. I started in 2013. Uh, but this team is better than anything Conzo put together. Uh, Dennis just is like, you got that young like who gives you shit what everyone thinks of us attitude like oh he's opened up the gates and it's amazing he brought like what four or five guys from cleveland state i didn't even know cleveland had a state university in their city like he's just brought all these different guys in it's still an ohio state show still an ohio show (laughs) i know i just said no i'm sorry hey i mean we can talk about (laughs) we can talk about slew too people don't really know about them um but I don't know. It's just so exciting. They play a different brand of basketball than I think we've seen at Mizzou. Because, like, when I was growing up um, in St. Louis, I've been a Mizzou, diehard Mizzou fan forever. Uh, Brad Smith, Chase Daniel, James Franklin, Gabbert. Uh, but then basketball-wise, going back to, like, Mike Anderson, that was, like, 40 minutes of defense. And, like, oh, we'll put some shots up, too, every once in a while. Um, but this team is just so explosive. And... I've seen I don't I don't want to get too technical because I'll probably start sounding stupid, especially to you guys. Joey, you know, you played at the highest level there can be. But thank you. But that was flattering. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Uh, but like they're just such a fast team. And I feel like uh, you know, if you if they can put the number of shots up that they need to, then they're they can beat anybody. Um 
I don't know what happened in this Tennessee game. Like, that was the best road game they played all year. But, yeah, they're excited to watch. I I haven't watched much Mizzou. I only watch it when Andrew texts me and he's like, oh, my God, Mizzou. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> go to SEC Network, got to turn it on. Mm-hmm. I love Dennis Gates. SEC Network alternative sometimes. Right, plus. Oh, like yeah. SEC Network plus. <laughs> plus, um, plus. <laughs> um, what I find fascinating, and this is like a real question for you, Danny, mm-hmm. um, First-year coaches at these Power 5 schools do so well. Like, Dennis Gates is doing awesome. Jerome Tang at Kansas State. Tommy Lloyd last year at Arizona. Holtman's first year at Ohio State. Like, the list goes on and on. Why Why do you think people have bought into Dennis Gates, and why is Mizzou doing so well this year? Um, I think it's got – I think a lot of people, um, especially when you're at a high level, you like you don't necessarily need to find motivation, but – there can be added motivation. I think the whole team just has a chip on their shoulder of like, oh, they don't think we're going to be anything. Like where they got guys, you know, what's where's DR from? He's not, um, he like none of these guys are highly recruited. A lot of them are coming from a lot of different random places. We like, he hit the transfer portal hard. And I think all these guys are like really believing in the like team aspect. Like I think our roster is like 75% seniors, it seems like. Something like that. And then you got one guy, Kobe Brown, who is just like the nucleus core of that team who is just bought in and stuck around and probably going to go down as one of the best Mizzou players ever. Uh, but I think that, you know, you get – there's just that, like, boost of energy. Like, that's how, you know, Mizzou was good, you know, four or five years ago when the Porters and Conzo came in. He had a really good first year. Um, oh, Adam Wolf, yeah, that guy was chopping. <laughs> You know what? You know what I think part of it is, Joey, and I feel like you'll agree with this. A lot of times, these coaches had really, really, really good years at their non-power five school the year before, and they bring a bunch of the guys that led to their success. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's some instances where that doesn't happen, but Holtman, for example, brought recruits that were committed to to Butler. Yeah, I mean, as they, well. that, that's a bad example because like Kyle Young and Musa were like kind of irrelevant, but. But yes, I think that the main thing is, first of all, the the expectations are so incredibly low, which mm. like so low. <laughs> Whatever they do is great. Like, right. When we were we were picked like to finish like tenth out of fourteenth in the Big Ten, like Kansas State was picked second to last this year. Mizzou, I'm sure, was picked near the bottom, if not the at the bottom. Like that's just the nature of turnover. Like it's just. It's crazy. So I feel like they have, they're playing like they have nothing to lose. And Andrew, to your point, like rec- recruits will buy into it and be like, oh, I'm transferring from a high major or whatever. I'm going to go play at Ohio State or Mizzou because it's an awesome school. It's all new. The coach is new. I love him. I'm, I'm going to have a big role, blah, blah, blah. And, it, and they're either great or they're not so great. You know, common, common denominator at the three examples you use, which is Holman's first year, your junior year, Mizzou this year and Kansas State this year. Kansas State has Keontae Johnson, who is like the anchor there. And anytime you have someone like that, that's massive. Kobe mm-hmm. Brown, like you mentioned, Denny, being at Mizzou already, you're getting there and you already have your best player. No matter what you do or who you bring in, your best player is already there. And yeah. Ohio State, Holtman got Kata Bates Diop, who was Big Ten player of the year. So, like, having to not start from ground zero is massive too. Like having your guy that you can lean on. Joey, I think you've 
told me this story about like how you and Kata got called by coach Holtman, like right away. Like, Hey, I need you. Yeah, I was, I was recovering from surgery. Um, I wasn't even in Chicago when Holman got the job. I was on a plane to DC to visit <laughs> friends um, during our summer tra- workout. Like I, I could, literally couldn't do anything. So they were like, just do whatever the fuck you want. Great. <laughs> DC, my buddy was interning there. Uh, me and some buddies went out there and I land and I'm like, Holman just is the coach. And in the, in the hour and 10 minute flight, we got our coach and they called a meeting or uh, uh, they, they had a meeting that Friday. I was out of town and Holman just called me and was like, I'm sorry you're not here. We're excited to have you, blah, 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 whatever. It's like, what is going on right now? Why me? Why are you calling me? But it shows like, you know, it, it's it's cool. You're you're right, Andrew. If there's a good nucleus, like Kansas State has some damn good guys not named Keontae Johnson, that state, you know? Yeah. So um and Jerome Tang is yeah, I you guys, I'm sure you guys saw when Jerome Tang got up when they stormed the court against Kansas and he got up on the on the um scores table and and gets the mic and goes i something like i told y'all i would get you one of these and like everyone goes goes, (laughs) now from this point on expect to win and drop the mic and just i was like this is fucking awesome let's go oh yeah it's how it should be you got to set that what are your expectations of these guys i um, I i also think denny you brought up something hilarious that i have to while we're on the topic of Mizzou basketball, the Super Bowl. Yesterday I was at a Super Bowl party with some guys I knew and some guys I did not know and did not mm-hmm. know. And you mentioned Joe, you play at the highest level, blah, 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 whatever. This is immediately what I thought of. <laughs> we Jalen Hurts scores his second touchdown where it's uh QB draw all the way untouched up uh, on the left side. And we're talking like, do we think we could do that? And I was like, if everything was perfect. You know, if you if you told me, hey, you're not going to be touched. You don't have to make a move. All you have to do is get the snap and run as fast as you can at a 45 degree angle right there through that hole, and you will score. You might get hit as you cross the goal line, but you'll score. I was like, yeah, I think I could do that, and that sparked the conversation. <laughs> oh, of, there are plenty of things that I don't think I could do on the football field: catch a pass, throw like a an, any out pa- out pass. Um, a QB sneak for a yard. Like there's so many things that I think there's no way I could do, but I think I could run three yards as fast as I can untouched in the end zone. Cause I'm a, a decent athlete. I played division one basketball. Right. So that's, so that's all, all important because then we started talking about, well, do you think you could score a basket in, in an NBA game? And people are like, Oh, it'd be, it would yeah. Yeah, like, it would be, it would be so hard. No way. And guys are like, what? I would just cherry pick blah, blah, blah. And the one guy's looking at me who knows me is my roommate from, from mm. like, you know, I didn't answer that one, obviously, because I do think I'm <laughs> in, in an NBA game. Um, right. But eventually it was like, why is this guy saying yes to all these athletic things? And the basketball one, that's weird. Like, why was he the only guy who said he would score? And then um, my one of my buddies was like, well, Joey played basketball at Ohio State. And he's like, and the guy was like, well, club basketball doesn't count. Like, <laughs> And I was like, oh, no, I actually did. Oh. I put it here. And he was like, Oh shit! Well, this is my bad, bro. <laughs> it, was, it was so that's great. It was I, and it was unbelievable. I definitely incredible feeling. I I think hitting an open three or even contested three in the NBA, I have a better chance of doing than getting a yard. Hundred percent, I agree. Um, I think the way that the Eagles like executed that play last night, and they obviously had probably the best one of, if not the best, O lines in football. 
Um, I mean, if I had to run behind Jason Kelsey, I would feel pretty unstoppable. Uh, and then if I was also a, what, 6'3", 200-plus pound quarterback that squats 600 pounds, I would feel very confident. Yeah. But I think in terms of a lot of the, like, major sports and being in the professional level of it, I feel like I could do that. I would not be able to hit a basket in the NBA. Uh, I'm an awful basketball player. Could not do anything on a hockey rink very well. And I played baseball for uh 15 plus years of my life and i do not think i would ever touch a major league baseball oh, I but agree. i think i could run behind that philly offensive line into the end zone that's the only thing i could well do. that that's a fantastic segue into my last question for you denny which is what you can do is rap <laughs> make some great music can you tell the listeners a little bit about your song drop in friday and where they can find it we remind everyone at the end of every episode but you might do it a little better than we do. Appreciate that. Uh, new song coming out Friday. It's called White Lies. Uh, you can find it on everywhere that you stream music on. I distribute all my stuff through uh, DistroKid, and it literally has about like 20 different boxes to check of where you want to put your song on. And I just click all of them, except for YouTube, because somehow they connected it to some different Denny. And I've tried to email DistroKid like, a million times over the last three years and some other Denny has just been getting all my clicks, which isn't that much, unfortunately, at the moment. Uh, some of my views are pretty solid um, on my page, but this guy's were not that good. So I'm not really missing out on much there. But yeah, anyway, you can stream it. The song is, uh, it's an interesting song. I sing, sing a lot. Well, not a lot, but sing more than I normally do. Um, it's a thought-provoking one. Um, I'll be honest, it talks about drugs, it references battling, you know, some addictions, some mental problems, things like that. A lot of the stuff that the artists are talking about nowadays, given that internal feel on it. I'm excited to release this one. Denny, who's your, we talked about this, but I'm just curious because I actually, it's so funny. Um, I I say this very loosely. I, I was, know your question and your answer, Joey. That's how well I know you and that's how well. <laughs> okay, Go ahead. I love this. Um, I say this very loosely. I was... Oh God, how does this come off in a non, in a not bad sounding way? I was, I was with Malcolm Moore a couple weekends ago. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> um, at, wow. A, at, an event, at an event for my real job, not my, not my professional podcasting job. And as I sit here talking to you, I feel the exact same energy as when you, I had a conversation with him is he, he's got to be one of your influences. Uh, uh, I <laughs> Not I knew the question was going to be who's your influence. And I know the answer, but I'm not. I'm going to put it on my phone so Denny can answer. I didn't, I didn't say one. I said one of, not the. <laughs> um, I don't know how much of an influence Macklemore himself has. I will say, uh, what 20, 2012 was a very, um, very developmental point of my artistry and whatnot. I think in twenty eleven, me and a couple buddies uh, released a mixtape together. And then after that was when I really started diving more into some bigger names and also listening to, you know, the most popular stuff at the time. And 2012 was when The Heist came out with Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. That was, you know, Thrift Shop. Uh, what else was on that one? Um, I don't know. But Thrift Shop and all that stuff. It was a great album. But that uh, was the year that also Good Kid Mad City came out. And then I think that's the biggest controversy ever from my like grammar history or Grammy history when uh 
Macklemore beat Kendrick for that album. Yeah. <laughs> so I will say Macklemore has a little bit of something in there just because I really did like that album. Um, but he's not the, definitely not one of the uh, top influences I have. I actually have him right behind me. Uh, Big Mac and Biggie. Well, I know Mac Miller from the last time. We, <laughs> I knew Mac Miller from the last time we interviewed you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be yeah. I mean, uh, I was Mac, Biggie. Um, I really like J Cole, Kendrick. I'm definitely more of the like lyrical type. I don't make as much hype stuff, uh, but I like I like Lil Baby, Gunna, Doug, um, a lot of the newer guys. But I'll like the first two. Um, what really got me a long time ago, like my first two music rap memories, I do not sleep well. So I would be up at two, three in the morning all the time as a kid, back when like MTV and VH1 were big. And the first two songs I remember watching were All Falls Down by Kanye and My Band by D12, which is Eminem's group. Um, so like those are the two like initial rap influences. Uh, my dad was a huge Beatles and Chicago fan. So that's where I got my musical kind of indoctrination at the beginning. Uh, but yeah, it was Kanye, who we won't talk about anymore, and a little Eminem. And then obviously, as I grew a little older, Lil Wayne is in there a lot. Uh, but yeah, Mac and Bigger, definitely two of the flows that I try to emulate a lot. That's a great, that's a great, uh, great way to end this interview, Danny. We appreciate you coming on. Everyone on this podcast right now hopes the Tigers keep winning. Joey and I joked about my Z. Um, starting you <laughs> starting next year. We're gonna pick a random team that we dedicate five to ten minutes to at the end of every episode, as if we're a podcast for that. Um, oh hell yeah! So this week or that team this week is obviously the Mizzou version of that, but stay tuned for next year for season five of drive the lane, right? Five. I think it's five. I mean, I it's five season next year will be season five. You sure? Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Feels like a hundred. <laughs> two fields, two strouds. And now next year. Two strouds. Who's two the guy next year? Kyle McCord. Kyle McCord. Is he, or, is, he the, is he the guy? We'll see, Danny. We will see. <laughs> Are they going to be hitting the transfer portal hard? Or do you think McCord's just kind of number one? I think it's McCord. and It's not Devin Royal. Who's the other guy that well, plays basketball? Right. It's, it's Devin Brown. Devin Brown. Devin Royal is Holtman's recruit. Right, I got a multi-sport athlete that's about to be your quarterback, too. That's pretty sick. That would be that would, be At State, that would be unbelievable, even though Terrell Pryor was recruited for both. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What a world. Terrell Pryor. Man, there's so many big Ohio State names, I feel like. That, like you next will just, next like, time we have you on, we'll talk about... I can't believe that was the first touchdown in Mizzou Super Bowl history. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, we don't have too many big stars and you know, what? I mean, Blaine was in there a couple years ago. What about that one wide receiver who was number one in the country? He doesn't have a touchdown? <laughs> Doriel DG, DGB? Yes, yes. Green no, Beckham. No, he has a very short-lived. I know, I'm joking. <laughs> but yeah, Macklin was like good. Macklin, Macklin never had a touchdown. No. no, did he ever play? I don't think he played in the Super Bowl. I mean, he was mainly with, what, the Chiefs and the Eagles? Who else did he get playing time for? I think, I think that's it. He was just another one of those, like, 
I mean, it happens to so many football players, especially. I mean, he just wasn't healthy all the time. It was sad to see, especially a St. Louis kid with that much talent and top dog at Mizzou, but just couldn't stay healthy. But he was fun. Who else? Yeah, I mean, hey, but Bolton, he's a dog. He's so slept on. He is. All day. What do you have? Nine tackles, the touchdown, 180 tackles in the year. Would have been the MVP if the quarterback wasn't named Mahomes. Uh, yeah. He actually, had, actually would have been MVP if that Sanders catch fumble was a fumble touchdown. Oh, 100%. I, yeah, um, I had Kelsey as my uh, Super Bowl MVP pick, which thought was looking real good at the beginning. And it still was pretty solid, but obviously Mahomes is just like that guy. And I will say something here, uh, as a St. Louis person, there's been a, it's been a weird, really weird football city with the like emergence of the Chiefs being really good and the de- deportation of the Rams. Cause like a lot of people in this town have purely hopped on the Chiefs bandwagon because they're good and trendy. Some people were like, they're in Missouri. I'm gung ho. Let's do it. And other people are like, yo, fuck the Chiefs. Why the fuck are you rooting for that? It's so, it's a weird climate. Like I work at this company, Arch Apparel. Shout out Arch Apparel. And we sell, oh yeah. And we sell St. <laughs> Louis clothing. And I got like 15 calls this week. Like, do you guys have any Chiefs stuff? And like by the end of the week, I'm like, no, we do not have Chiefs stuff. <laughs> I just had to like put all my nicest face. Like, no, we don't have any fucking chief stuff. Even though we did drop a MV Pat shirt yesterday. Uh, I think, I don't know how I feel about it. I think it's smart just because taking advantage of a market, people are going to want to buy something like that. But I will say this. I'm not a chief fan in St. Louis. He really is. Like, it's hard not to root for Pat. Andy Reid just like, seems like such a cool, like uncle to have. Uh, Kelsey's a dog. I mean, <laughs> right? I don't know. They're a fun team to root for, but K the KC fans. Uh, I'll just I'll just keep my mouth shut about that. Don't want to start the fights, even though fights don't really happen here in the good old Midwest. You guys know that. Danny, you have any any locks tonight? Uh, what's tonight? <laughs> College basketball? Anything? Anything? Let's see. I'm gonna check. I don't have any money in my family. It's all, it's all pending on stuff right now. Whoever the Bulls are playing, whoever the Bulls are playing for the rest of the year, take them money line. Um, I would take the Bulls or the other team. The other team. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll make sure. And then Danny will let you go. I uh, I'm in Ohio, obviously. There, mm. um, Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell both have won me a ton of money at different points. Like I'll bet on them to like Darius Garland if Donovan Mitchell's out, I'll bet on him parlay um, thirty points and ten assists. It's happened and it's happened both times I've done it. Um, Donovan Mitchell, I've done, uh, like when he played the jazz, I did him to make five threes and have 40 points parlayed together. And that happened. Um, Solid. so I went back to the well and was like, Donovan Mitchell's playing the bulls. He had 71 points against the bulls. Um, let's have him to make five threes, which he does. He shoots 10 a game. Like he mm. I don't have a game where he goes 50%. He went three for six, only shot six. Ugh. Today, he went five for seven in the first half. Oh, man. <laughs> can't do that to me. I will say this, since we're talking about gambling, I don't understand how my great state of Missouri has not passed anything yet because Illinois and Kansas both have legal sports gambling, and Missouri has just lost out on so much revenue from that. I don't know how in this day and age people voted that down. 
I agree. So you just, so you just drive, uh, you just drive across the border to place bets then. Right across the river. So, uh, I oh, literally, I joke, but that's literally. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the uh, great city of Sage, Illinois, but that is where a good amount of the. Uh, <laughs> you're not sure about that. Uh, oh, it's a great, great little part of town right across the river. There, yeah, I can still see the view of the arch of downtown. Uh, it's also where all the strip clubs are, so they call it the Sage Ballet over there. But I usually just go over there, sit in one of the parking lots, and just will be there for like 10, 15 minutes, just firing shit off on my phone, and then drive on back. I wish I could just honestly it's probably a blessing in disguise because uh if we did have it legal here, like I would have been you know, everyone's Super Bowl party would have just been firing shit off left and right. Like, oh Andrew, you'll like this one. Uh I was in Colorado for um New Year's for a wedding and obviously New Year's a lot of college football going on. So me and a lot of the dudes in the bridal party and all that stuff were sitting around, including our buddy uh Yoni. And we're just firing shit off left and right for the Cotton Bowl, Bama, K-State. And I was like, nah, I mean, people, there were a couple people there like, yeah, K-State's going to sneak up on them, blah, blah, Bama and the Sugar Bowl. They're getting fucked up on Bourbon Street the night before. The saving won't have them under control. Then boom, Bama just comes out, fucking wallops the little Wildcats, even though that one uh, Deuce Vaughn run was pretty sick. Other than that. But we were just firing stuff off left and right. Our buddy Yoni, I think, had five consecutive uh, uh, drive results go correct. And it was just insane. So, yeah, I'm kind of happy that we don't have it at the moment. And also, my betting will just go, like, uh, like non-existent throughout, like, spring and summer. Because I will love doing it for football. Everything else is kind of, yeah. 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 Well, shout out. I love Shout out. Shout out to our friends <laughs> at, at BetFred. Um, BetFred. They made this episode possible. We talked extra gambling for our friends at Betfred. Click the link in our bio to sign up for Betfred in the, sorry, the description of this episode. Danny, this has been fantastic. Everybody check out Danny's song, White Lies, on Friday. Danny, we're going to tweet out this episode tomorrow. Reply to it where people can, like, pre-save and all that kind of stuff. Oh, I got you. Uh, Appreciate it. Tell your friends at Betfred to talk to our uh, Missouri politicians they can start, you know, getting that shit on our side. Kansas, Illinois, we don't like that. We need the money coming into Missouri. So I think probably by November, by November of next year, I think we'll have something on the ballot. And then probably by Super Bowl 2024, we'll be firing some shit off. There you go. That's the goal. (laughs) Thanks, Danny. All right. Appreciate you guys having me. Go Buckeyes. Go Tigers. Oh, yeah. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Drive the Lane. Don't really need to do this this episode, but shout out Danny for the intro outro. (laughs) We have said, I have said Danny way more on this episode than ever before. The over-under of Danny said was set at seven and a half, presented by Betfred Sportsbook. Hope you all took the over. Joey, what, what else do we have to say? I'm good with saying we have nothing else to say. What about you? Nada. I'm excited for next week's episode. It's leading into a uh, captain's weekend is, is a week from. Is that not, that might not be next weekend, Andrew. I don't know. You're, you're the former captain, but what's crazy is Ohio state. It's not. And whatever Ohio state has a chance to be in their last. Two. 
in their last I don't like where this is going. No, no, no. They just have a chance to be two and eleven in their last 13 games with both wins being Iowa. And if that doesn't get you excited for Big Ten basketball, then you're watching the wrong sport. That would I bet you there's something crazy like that that's never happened or something like that. They'll the be the Hornets are beating the Hawks 125 to 116 with five minutes left in the fourth quarter. You know what I'm about to you know what I'm about to do right now, Joey? You got to guarantee a win. Again? I'm guaranteeing a win Thursday for Ohio State. You heard it here first. Just like I said, Malachi was gonna go. I only do guarantees when I when it's a guarantee. And I'm <laughs> I am guaranteeing the Buckeyes win on Thursday. You heard it here first. Two and thirteen in their last fifteen, both wins Iowa. And you know why? I could cry right and you now. You know why? Because Iowa doesn't let fans buy tickets to road games. Yep, that's it. And if you don't understand that reference, you're listening to the wrong podcast. Um, how about poor Big Cat losing that future? Yeah, who cares about him? Wow. Ouch. He he uh I, I think we need to get the world to to back this Iowa win. That's okay. We tried Text to Holtman that. and say, just so you know, Andrew guaranteed a win Thursday. Not hey, sure you bring that up in your pregame speech. Hey, Coach, for whatever it's worth, we kind of have a guarantee out there to the people. <laughs> when do they play? They play Thursday. All right. You know I like I'm, I'm going to do it this week because of the guarantee. Buckle up. Drive the lane. Your line. Well, no, but I should have said buckle up and drive the lane, and then you can take it from there. All right. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Okay. <clears throat> Three, two, one. Buckle up and drive the lane. Go Buckeyes. Go Missouri Tigers. And beat Iowa. They will beat Iowa. It's a guarantee. Tigers beat Auburn. <laughs> And I'm going
should probably just gonna mumble. A lot of rappers these days really need to get them humble. Cause they think they at the top, they better stop before they stumble. Cause I'm swiping all their biddies while they swiping right on mumble. And your girl, he calls me daddy, but she only calls you uncle. When 